and welcome back to Manic and Medicated with your host, Carissa. Today is Manic Monday, and the only thing manic about me right now is that I've been laying in bed since I got home from work. It's day two of this hangover, and you know when you've noticed that you need to take a break from drinking is when you have a hangover and you feel depressed. Like, I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I'm just like, blah. Like, just very blah. So, uh, for the people who don't know, I stopped smoking weed recently just because I felt like I needed a break from it. I felt like I was using it too much as a crutch. I felt like I was, like, on the, on the line of a, just abusing it, basically, and just trying to numb my feelings. And since I stopped smoking... I have so much more energy. My brain feels like it's functioning on all cylinders. And I just feel better as a whole. Like, I don't feel so bogged down or, oh, I can't wait to go home so I can go smoke and, like, release my tension that I have. And just making excuses as to why I needed to smoke. Instead of just facing my issues head on and being like, you know what, Maybe I just need a break because it's hard to feel your feelings when you're kind of going through some stuff. And um, I've been doing pretty good for the most part recently, but I was drinking for the wedding on Saturday. And right now I just I'm depressed and I know it's because of my hangover and it's making me feel like shit and I have bruises on my knees and my chest just feels kind of tight. And I think I have a little bit of anxiety And I literally think it's just because I drank too much on Saturday. And I have this really disgusting hangover. And I almost have a feeling I'm going to be hungover tomorrow too. Like I just, I just feel so gross, so disgusting. And I don't like this feeling. I really don't. Um, I think I took it too far on Saturday and I don't know my tolerance. I don't really know what my relationship is like with alcohol anymore. And it's not to say that I abuse it the same way that I was with weed. But because I drink so infrequently, when I do drink, I don't know where that line is because my tolerance is so fucking low that I just keep drinking and drinking and drinking as if I have this high tolerance and I don't. And then I just blacked out on Saturday. So I think that was kind of a wake-up call, not to say that I have an issue with drinking. It's just I need to take a break, you know? And for how long? I don't know. So I'm going to be a sober Sally, whatever that means, and feel my feelings. But I just have this really tight feeling in my chest, and I know it's anxiety, and it just it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It's not the vibe. It, I don't think it's cool. And, but what I want to tell you is if you start feeling like you, you're having a negative relation with a substance, like you don't think you're addicted to something, but you're not having a positive experience, like there's a difference between like being addicted to something and not having a positive experience with something. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm, I'm, um, an alcoholic, like, cause I'm definitely not. I drink like once every other month, maybe. And when I do, I just don't know my tolerance. So right now I'm just not having that positive interaction. I don't know where the line is. The line is blurred. I keep crossing the line of, of what I should be doing. And 
I just, I don't know. I'm like, maybe I should just take a a backseat from everything. And before, when I was trying to better myself and live this healthy lifestyle, I was trying to add so many things to my life and that wasn't working. I felt very overwhelmed and it's because I still had all these bad habits. So I think in order for me to have a healthier relationship and like lifelong changes, I needed to take some uh, some of these other things out of there. So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of lazy and not motivated. I took weed away and I'm like, okay, now I have some motivation still kind of have a messy apartment right now, like I'm looking around, but I think I'm just a really disorganized person. I function better when things are organized, but I think I just wasn't brought up to be very organized. My life was never orderly, so I'm still working at it. It's not perfect. I honestly don't give a fuck Like, if anybody comes into my apartment and judges how messy it is, I need to learn to just not give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to sit in my messy-ass apartment on a random fucking Monday, and I want everybody to shut the fuck up, and if they walk in and they're unannounced or they're stopping by or doing whatever, and I have 20,000 dishes in the sink, that's my business, you know? And... I want to start living in a world where we don't give a fuck. Like, I'll go to my friends' houses, and if they're like, oh my god, my house is a mess, I'm like, I'm home. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Oh, you have laundry baskets with your kids' clothes in it. Like, you have board games from, like, last weekend. You're trying your best to keep up with the laundry and the fucking dishes, but, like, your kids suck, or maybe your husband doesn't do shit, or maybe you just don't feel like doing shit. I don't give a fuck. I think that honestly makes you more relatable because I cannot stand these motherfuckers on TikToks. It's like, help me clean my house with me. And you know damn well they've been down with depression for like two weeks. And the only reason why they're cleaning is because they want to make content for TikTok. If that was my job, you know damn well I'd be TikToking it too. And I'd be showing it off. But I just, I don't know. I don't fuck with all these fake people that are like, I'm so perfect and I'm so clean. And then there are some people out there who have like severe OCD and they cannot relax until everything is clean or they need their spaces to be clean in order to be clear uh, in their head. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I hate the judgment that is connected to having messy spaces and that being equal to your mindset. And for me, like, sometimes that's the case. But sometimes, like, I just don't give a fuck. I'm like, like, I'm fine mentally. My place is a mess. That has nothing to do with my mental state. I'm just living my best life. And maybe I've been more social that week, or maybe I have more plans that week, or maybe I have more adventures I'm going on, and my house is secondary. I don't give a fuck. And then one random day, I'm cleaning, and I'm feeling really good, and I'm so sick of making myself feel bad for not being perfect, and that's something I've been coming to terms with, is, is like, I don't give a fuck, like, at all anymore about that shit. And If anything, I only want to go through my stuff in my apartment to get rid of stuff and declutter, but also I want to donate some stuff because I have way too many clothes, a lot of which that don't fit me. And even when I was smaller, like they never fit me properly or I didn't ever really like them that much or I wore like this dress once and I'm like, I'm probably never going to wear this dress again. So I want to go through and donate some shit 
And if you're thinking about doing that too, literally go through your shit and start donating stuff. Because not only does it cleanse your mind and like declutter some shit, but at the same time, like you're helping other people. Like it's just a good feeling to donate your shit. So that's something I want to do. Also, I wanted to talk about boundaries today because I don't know what it is, but people I feel like cross my boundaries and I'm not like super vocal about my boundaries sometimes as as much as I should be. But then when I am like people get so offended, but I think it's just because I'm very like I'm very blunt, so I think that's why people are kind of t- are taken aback by me sometimes. They're like, oh, wow, she's kind of rude. But I don't mean to be rude. It's just this is my boundary, and I'm telling you what it is. And if you cross it, then, like, if you thought I was rude before, like, I'm going to be a bitch now. So I've just been having, like, this reoccurring issue with this person in my life that they feel very comfortable in kind of like telling me like how to cope with my trauma and how to move through life. And I don't know what it is, if it's because I have this podcast or if people think that that's okay to do to um, psychoanalyze people. But I just wanted everyone to know, like, I'm a human being. I am a living, breathing human being. And I think sometimes um, maybe if you haven't met me in real life, but like this person knows me in real life. So it's like, I don't, I can't even really say it from that point of view, but just in general, like, I, I don't know if people think because I'm so open about my mental health that it gives them, it gives them the green light to then psychoanalyze me and tell me like how I should cope with my trauma because one, they've been through something similar or two, they think they know me in that way. And I think that that's awesome. But at the same time, like you have to realize when advice is wanted. And I don't think that that it's healthy to give people advice when they didn't ask for it. And it almost kind of makes me feel like a guinea pig or a science experiment because people are looking at me like I'm something that has to be fixed. Or people look at me as something that, oh, like she said that she had an issue with this, so I'm going to send this to her and blah, 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 blah. Which, you know, in hindsight, like, yeah, that sounds very helpful, but you have no idea what I'm doing on the back end. Like, you don't know what I'm doing in therapy. You don't know, like, how hard I've been working in my coping skills or what are my tr- my triggers all the time or what new triggers I have. Like there's plenty of things I don't share with people. And I think because I am so open in my real life and on my podcast, people almost because I'm so comfortable with it are comfortable in telling me how I should cope. And I think that's wrong. Like I have never sat on a friend's couch or interacted with a family member or talked to someone in my DMs and just been like, this is what you should do and blah, 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 blah. Unless like we're having a discussion in which I'm like, oh yeah, like this is what I do for myself and they're telling me and blah, blah, blah. It's it's not like a two-way conversation. It's when somebody directly contacts you in a one-way conversation where you have nothing to bring to the table other than like, thanks for telling me that. Like, it's just, it makes no sense to me. And they're like, hey, like, did you see this quote? Or hey, did you see this podcast episode? And I think sometimes people will even do this with my podcast. Like, they'll listen to an episode and say like, 
oh, like, I want to send this to my friend because she's going through a hard time. And I always tell people, like, make sure you ask them, like, would you like some advice on something that has to do with this? Because not everybody wants your advice. If you come to my podcast and listen because it feels good for you, that's great. But there are going to be people in life who don't want to be sent podcast links and they don't want to feel like you're trying to fix them and they don't want to feel like you are smarter than them in a way, like you know more than they do about themselves. It makes me so angry when somebody tells me that I should be doing, oh, you should be doing this. You should be meditating. You should be doing this. And it's just like the same shit that people say over and over again, as if I haven't done it, as if I haven't done all of it. And you have no idea what people go through, um, like at all. And I think that's what we have to take into consideration when we are talking to people about mental health is sometimes even if someone's going through something and they're getting help and they're on medication and yes, you might be worried for them and maybe you want to talk to them and see where their head's at, but don't sit there and give people unsolicited advice because people will tell me all the time like, because I'm not a mom and they'll they'll be like, yeah, like definitely like don't give advice to like to moms. And it's like, okay, I I get that. That's totally valid. I'm not a mom. I, so I would never sit there and give advice to a mom. But why are you going to sit there as another human being who has not walked a day in my shoes and tell me, oh, well, this is what I did. So you should do this. Like it infuriates me to no end, to no end. Like I have, a th- well, I don't have a therapist currently, but I'm looking for a new therapist because of insurance. I have I have to get a new one. But it's like I have tools and I have like coping mechanisms. And when people feel like they know you better than you, it's almost like, dude, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, I'm at that point right now where like if the these people in my life just keep poking me, like I'm going to snap. And it's... It's unfair to them because they probably have no idea that they're doing it. And it's really unfair to me because I don't want to bring that side out of me. I don't want to be a bitch. But it's like, how often do I have to keep saying like, hey, like, I don't really like when you send me this stuff. Hey, like, I'm probably not going to do that thing that you told me that I should be doing. Like, I don't know how to go about it. And I think it's... It's hard when someone isn't reading between the lines and then you get to a point where you have to just be like, can you shut the fuck up, please? So next time, as as much as I love when you guys share my episode, like that's how you get the word out. Just make sure someone's receptive, like they are welcoming to information in that way because I know people will send me episodes of like podcasts and be like, you should do this or you should meditate or you should, and I'm like, you should go fuck yourself. And I know that sounds harsh, but I'm like, I am a podcaster who listens to three podcasts, maybe four, and that's it. Like, I think it's hard for people to realize, like, if you're a podcaster, you are, like, you don't have time to listen to other people's podcasts. It's the same same with YouTube. It's the same with, like, I don't know, a lot of creators because you're creating your own content and then you have only so much time to consume other people's content. And I know that sounds like really dramatic, but like all all the podcasts I listen to, I listen to Absolutely Not by Heather McMahon. I listen to Juicy Scoop by Heather McDonald. I listen to The Bitch Bible by Jackie Schimmel. 
I listened to Call Her Daddy, Alex Cooper, and for all different reasons. Like, one of them, it's like some of them are for, like, venting and bitching. Some of them are for gossip. Some of them are for, you know, just, like, pop culture, like, you know, bingey, stupid shit. And that's what I want to listen to. I don't want you to to send me a fucking meditative podcast because I'm going to go tell you to go fucking kick rocks. If one more person sends me a Jay Shetty podcast episode, I'm going to take a loaded gun and blow my brains out. That's what's going to happen. Like, I'm totally joking, but like there's like a, a tone of seriousness. It's so fucking annoying. Like, it's so annoying. And just so you know, Jay Shetty used to fucking post quotes and put his name on them. And they weren't even his quotes. He got outed for it. So, like, I'm okay. My my mom, my mom, my mom and a couple of my friends have done this where they've sent me Jay Shetty shit. And I'm like, I don't like Jay Shetty. And they're like, he's like a monk. Like, he's great. He's so soothing. He's so this. And I'm like, that's okay. This is where I'm coming from. That's great if that works for you. That's awesome that you love him. But you don't have to sell me on someone. Like, if it works for you, it works for you. But if I don't want to listen to it, stop sending it to me. Like, I don't know what people don't get about that. It's with anything in life. That's like going to somebody at a restaurant and being, um, being a customer at a restaurant. We're going to do this example. And I'm a server and the customer says, you know, I would really like this salad, but it has like nuts in it and I'm allergic to nuts. I just like, I can't have them. And then the server's like, but they're really good. And, but you're like, but I'm allergic. And the server's like, but they're really good. Like you should just get the salad instead. And then you order something else and the server still brings over the salad with nuts. How would the customer feel? That I'm the customer and I'm sick of it. Stop bringing me the salad with the nuts on it because I'm going to throw up and then shoot myself in the face in the restaurant. <laughs> this is my dark humor coming out. Please, nobody call the authorities. I'm totally fine. I'm totally sane. I just am sick of the salad with the nuts on it. I'm sick of Jay Shetty. I'm sick of the meditative shit. I'm sick of everybody sending me fucking motivational quotes. And guess what? When you have severe um, depression, suicidal ideation, when you have, you're having the worst day of your life and you're like, you're coming out of it on the other side. Like I'm on the other side of that. Like I haven't thought about any self-harm type things in a very long time. So when I'm on the other side of it and you're going to send me some shit as if you are going to like heal my soul, like I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like I've been in the trenches. I've been in the fucking trenches. You were not there with me holding my hand when I was crying at my doctor's office saying that I had suicidal thoughts. You were not there with me at every therapy session for hours and hours on end talking about childhood trauma, talking about my rapist, talking about my abusive situation with my ex, talking about how I couldn't get out of bed, talking about how I went to the store and was paranoid and thought every customer in the store was going to murder me because I had paranoia and I had legit voices in my head. Your quote is not going to save me. I'm sorry to tell you. Jay Shetty is not going to save me. Therapy, coping mechanisms, and medication is what's saving me. So it's like, 
I think people don't realize they live in this reality that is not my reality. Like, that's not my reality. And it's not me being pessimistic because I've been on this journey of trying to be more optimistic and open to other things in my life. But you do not know people better than they know themselves. That's it. So if someone makes a boundary with you and you feel like you feel the need to keep crossing it and you don't realize you're crossing it, if that person becomes very upset with you and lashes out, I just want you to know that they've probably put that line in the sand for a boundary multiple times before they lashed out. And I want you to look back in your brain and realize, wait, were there signs before this happened? Nobody should have to straight up look you in the eyes and say, hey, like, this is really inappropriate because they probably have already told you, I'm not going to listen to that. I don't care about that. I don't, you're not listening. You need to listen to people because sometimes it's uncomfortable to sit there with a friend or a family member and say like, hey, like, this is really uncomfortable. Like, can you stop? Like, that's uncomfortable to bring that that shit up. So you need to listen when people are talking to you. And I, I know it's annoying to say read between the lines, but like, Use context clues. If someone's giving you body language and and vocalizing how they feel and you are totally dismissive, like, you can go fuck yourself. Sideways. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know if it's because this is my hangover, but I just really needed to vent that because... We live in this world where everybody thinks they're a therapist. And I've told you guys multiple times, like, I tell you about my journey and what works for me and what I'm doing. And I am not here to heal the fucking world. But at the same time, like, I get it. Like, I get it. We're all trying to figure it out. But stop acting like you are the gatekeeper to the mental health community because you're not. Okay? We need to just be more of an ear sometimes and listen to people's feelings. And if they want advice, like, they'll ask you. And if you feel like they might want advice and they haven't asked you, like, you could straight up be like, do you do you want advice right now? And if your friend's like, no, I'm just trying to vent. And, like, that's fine. Vocalize it. Communicate. But just... <sighs> Just be there and don't try don't try to fix people and don't treat them like science experiments because I remember I was dating somebody one time and every time I would cry or get upset about something he always looked at me like I had 10 heads and I freaked out one day and I was like you treat me like a science experiment and he was like what are you talking about I was like I feel like I'm one of those like volcanoes in a high school or middle school classroom you know with like I think it's like with the mentos and the coke and it explodes and you're just watching me explode and you think I'm a science experiment gone bad like you look at me like I'm an alien and he just was in awe that I said that and was like are you kidding me right now and I was like you're not even meeting me like where I'm at and you're not trying to understand me you're just looking at me and pushing me away and I wish people could just listen to you and not judge that that's my wish that's my manic fucking monday wish is just listen to people and don't judge them like just don't because one day the thing that you're judging someone for that day could be your life a year from now. So you better fucking count your blessings every day because life can fucking in a in an instant and just change and flip. And you're going to be like, wow, now I get why so-and-so is the way that they are. 
Stop fucking judging people for stupid ass shit. Because you don't know. All right? Oh, sorry. This was like such a vent session, but I think I needed it. I am going to go lay back down because I feel like an absolute piece of dog shit. But I love you guys so much. Tomorrow, Lindsay Clancy is going to be arraigned at Plymouth District Court at 2 p.m. via Zoom. And I cannot wait to get more information regarding this. Um, I know a lot of people are waiting on it just like I am. And oh, it's been so hard to listen to because there's so much misinformation out there as well, which has been really pissing me off. A lot of people have been making TikToks regarding the case and like doing stupid shit for gossip just to get a like. And it just, it honestly grosses me out what society will do just to get a like. I just want people to know when you're listening to cases like Lindsay, Lindsay Clancy's or anything that's similar to it, these are real people. Like these people literally live like, 35 40 minutes from my house and I think that's also why I feel so connected in this case one because it's rooted in mental health and two it's like in my fucking backyard it these are real people so please be aware when you post things online like if you hashtag something and the family finds it like you could be disrupting their life further in a really gross way when they're already going through something so tragic and I'm sure they're probably staying offline because they don't want to deal with looking at comments or looking at um, news articles or TikToks or Instagram posts but just be aware of what you're posting because even the episodes I've posted about them recently I've been so careful in my research and what I've I've said and You need to realize these are real fucking people with real feelings, just like me on this podcast. I'm a real person. So talk to people like they're real people and not like they're science experiments or not like they're in the room because those people can probably see what you're saying about them. And if they don't see it today, they might see it from a year from now and you're going to look like a big fucking asshole. So be careful what you post online. Okay. I love you so much. I am getting the fuck off of here and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm sorry this episode went up late, but I'm sure you're going to forgive me. Okay, I love you so much. Goodbye and until next time.